Okay, Franklin here. Still at Standing Rock. It's my last day, and I happen to run into somebody that's been doing good work with her name, um, actress Shailene Woodley. And a lot of you have seen her video when she was arrested, picked out of the crowd. As we know, probably for being a live streamer and a videographer out here because, you know, they're targeting people that are spreading the message. And she's actually doing great work by using her name and her notoriety to bring attention to um, what's happening out here at Standing Rock with our precious water. Welcome to KPFA. Thank you so much. Happy to be here. I guess, first of all, I would just talk about there's so many actions and fights out there that are happening all over this country, this planet. What actually drew you to this one in particular? Actually, this is something that in February of this year, this guy up here brought to my attention. He and his friend knew about what was going on in Standing Rock and there was um, a group of youth who put together a petition and used the name Respect Our Water to bring attention to what was going on in Standing Rock and so because of the awareness that Ezra brought to my attention we all um, stood in solidarity with those youth and helped push out their petition and then at the end of July I was at the DNC, the Democratic National Convention in Philadelphia, and straight from the DNC, we met up with those same youth who were running from North Dakota all the way to Washington, D.C., and we ran with them a few days, and then we came straight to camp with them and kind of stayed ever since. I've come and gone a few times because I had to leave for work. My friend Malia, right who's sitting next to me, has been here since the end of July, and she was actually one of the first people to get arrested. And, you know, the thing that's so beautiful about this movement is I do feel grateful that I have the platform to be able to bring attention to this, but I was one of hundreds of people who have been arrested, and I got very lucky. I got bailed out very quickly. Um, my mom happened to be here, and so she helped out. But there's a lot of people who are still in jail um, who, who don't have the support that I had and that I do have, and I think the more that we can all have these conversations and remove like the labels that sort of separate us so that we really can stand in solidarity with each and every person and each and every part of this movement, um, the more powerful uh, and safe and comfortable it will be for everyone. Because I think a lot of people are feeling like they need that support and don't necessarily know who to reach out to or who to talk to. So the more we stay in communication and um, stay open to assisting and supporting instead of coming in with our own agendas on how we're going to do something, but really speak to understand uh, and listen to hear, the more successful this will be. What would you say to people that talk about, like, let's say act actors, actresses, or sports figures like Kaepernick taking a knee for the national anthem? What would you say to folks that say, well, they shouldn't be butting their noses into this. They're doing one thing. They should stick to that. Kaepernick, for example, he's in sports and they're people you know, kind of frown upon him taking that stage, that big stage he has. So what is your word to people that want folks to stay out of the business of stuff like protecting water? My word on that is that those Hollywood folks, same as, you know, the farmers on a farm, same as people who work at a news station or a gas station or an insurance office or, or you know, a daycare we all breathe oxygen and we all need clean water to survive. And all of these labels that are attached to us are mere distractions to keep us from really recognizing who we truly are. And who we truly are is a collective force. You know, we are all one. And if one part of our force, one part of this collective is suffering, um, then we all suffer. And 
it's my belief that yes I am an actor um, but I'm an actor because it's my art form it's you know it's a different way to creatively express myself but above and and beyond that I'm a woman and I want children and I want to bring my children into a world where they don't have to fight for clean water or they don't have to pay $20 for a bottle of water because there's a lack of clean water because we've destroyed our aquifers with fracking drills and with um, oil drills and so that's why you know that's why I fight for this and for anyone out there who maybe thinks or disagrees I just invite them to maybe look at the bigger picture and, and look at the fact that we do all we do require these essential elements in order to survive. Have you had any negative reaction from, let's say, your fans or fear of any reprisals in the um, the Hollywood-type environment? Like I said, acting is my art. You know, if I paid attention to the political side of it, I wouldn't be a part of it because it's too easy to get lost in the cerebral politics of any sort of industry. And whether I'm in a big movie or a small movie, whether I'm making a home video in my backyard or writing a script with my friends or participating um, in a production with a big-time quote-unquote director, I'm feeling the same thing and I'm getting the same high off the experience. So... Nah, I've never paid attention to that, and and I don't honestly know how anyone could argue with what we're doing. You know, we're we're not <laughs> we're not doing anything that's negative. We're we're only protesting in peace and protesting um, protecting clean water for all people, uh, including Hollywood executives. How about your fans? Have you had any negative reaction from your fans? And how many people are actually following you? And have you had any negative feedback on any of your um, web presences? It's a good question. I don't know exactly how many people follow follow me. I know it's over a million, um, but I don't know the exact number. And I don't really pay attention, to be honest, um, to the feedback most of the time because it's none of my business in a way. You know, I'm able to share what's truthful and authentic for me, and hopefully other people receive it as it being my truth and my authenticity, but it's never meant to preach or to encourage other people to adopt that same truth. It's meant to uh, allow conversation uh, within their own capacities and within their own lives to figure out what their truths are and what what feels authentic to them. What would you say to folks that just, like, they're feeling the pull inside a little bit and they're just contemplating? I say if the land calls you, listen, honor that calling. But also come in a good way. You know, your presence is needed at Standing Rock, but only if you can show up with your heart for it and your defenses down because this is a place to learn and this is a place to to listen. I always say to people, you might go to Standing Rock with an intention or a desire to do something, whether it's a radio show or a documentary or to go teach a lesson but you end up leaving realizing that you were the one who's taken a lot away from it because uh, I've never experienced a movement like this in my life where day in and day out for months and months and months people are on the front lines and they're showing up in a good way and they're showing up peacefully. And, um, you know, my friend who I'm sitting next to right now was, like I said earlier, one of the first people to get arrested. She's been maced many times. She's witnessed people being shot with rubber bullets. Um, And she's not only been maced herself, but pulled her friends off the front lines once they were maced. And we're talking about young women and men, you know. And yet, despite all of the aggression and, and the adversity that they face day in and day out, they remain strong and rooted in prayer and ceremony. And 
prayer and ceremony means something different for everyone because we all have different backgrounds and we all have different traditions and we all have our different spiritual belief systems. But whatever prayer and ceremony means to you at home, um, I encourage you to hold that space and to ground in. And something that I think we're seeing at Standing Rock is in many ways, this is bigger than the fight against the pipeline. This is people, this is nations uniting. This is, um, you know, people talking whose ancestors never used to talk. People healing wounds, ancestral wounds. You know, I don't know what side of history my ancestors were on. and I don't know what, you know, side of history her ancestors are on. But I do know the history of this country. And I know what happened to Native Americans in this country. And so it's my responsibility to show up and to, to change my ancestral lines so that my future generations, like my future children, and your future children have a different platform in which they can unite to um, come together and stand not only with each other but with this earth and reestablish that connection to Mother Earth. And right now, there's a powerful opportunity to learn from source by showing up at Standing Rock and by asking questions and by being curious without aggression or without, again, defense but really putting your, your guard down so that you can learn um, and learn stories and, and hear stories that we maybe haven't been taught before. We just left like a pretty major drum circle of like a traditional drum. And how does it make you feel to be able to be a part and to be able to see something that's probably been around for thousands and thousands of years, but now it's right here and it's with us? It's an honor. You know, you can, you can feel the energy when those drums start and when those songs start and there's a reason why you don't record them there's a reason why you don't film them it's because it's a very spiritual sacred thing and um i don't feel comfortable talking too much about it except for saying that it's a true honor and i mean that from all parts of myself all right well thank you very much for taking the time to speak with me and thanks for um, what you're doing with your thank followers you for what you're doing. and all of you listening thank you so much for listening and I encourage you to do as much as you can possibly do from home if you haven't written Obama a letter I know it sounds strange to bring policy into this fight but it's really important his mailbox uh, needs to receive some letters you can also call him um, and not just call him once but call him constantly it'll take four seconds out of your day another really important thing you can do to help stand in solidarity with those on Standing Rock right now is if you have your money in any of these major corporate banks, whether it's Citibank, Bank of America, Chase Bank, Wells Fargo. Um, These are banks that have directly invested in the Dakota Access Pipeline. And as a community, as people, we can demand that our politicians, whether it's President Obama or President-elect Trump, um, and demand that these corporations don't continue to fund projects like this and do um, switch to renewable energy in the future and do honor Native American sovereignty and honor the land in which we all depend on to survive by taking your money and putting it in a local credit union and filming yourself doing it using the hashtag bank exit spread that on social media take your money out film yourself talking to your banker and say that you're going to temporarily remove your funds until they divest from the Dakota Access Pipeline. And as soon as they divest, you'll put your funds back in. It sounds uh, silly to say, and it also seems like maybe I'm one person and I can't really make a difference and my, my funds are in Chase Bank, but someone else will do it. No one else is going to do it unless we do it. This is something where we all have to be leaders. None of us can be followers anymore. We have to take this into our hands. We have to take it into our hands in a compassionate way that actually makes a change. 
and just to prove that it works, you know, the bank, the largest bank in Norway, a few days ago, pulled out the 10% of the funds for Dakota Access Pipeline Ooh. were from the, the the bank in Norway, and they pulled out because they felt public pressure. Um, so it does work, but it only works if all of us do it. So I really encourage you not only to do it yourselves, but go talk to your neighbors, talk to your community, talk to your family, and um, explain to them why it's so important that you do divest from these big banks and uh, go with them to bring a big group to your local bank and um, withdraw your money because it'll make a big difference. All right, Shailene Woodley, thank you very much for speaking to us on KPFA. Thank you. Aloha.